Hey, welcome back to Unsolved South. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm Maddie. How was your week, Matlin? Anything exciting? <laughs> it was good. Um, we have a bit of news. And what's that? We are expecting baby number two. How exciting! Yay. I'm so excited. Yeah. If anybody's got any good baby names, send them in. Because uh, somebody's being very difficult on naming this grandbaby. Ugh, I hate all boy names. I still think Bodie's a good name. <laughs> I'm scared you're going to name him something stupid. And then I'm just going to have to call him what I want to call him. <laughs> and you well, know I need time to practice the name, so I need you to hurry up. I don't know. I'm at the point where I just want to give up and not name him. I'm pretty sure he has to have a name. I don't know. It can be Boy Shelton like uh, Sawyer was in the hospital for like a couple weeks. <laughs> it was on like all his records and stuff, Boy Shelton. And I was like, we that gave you his name. That might be his legal name. He's going to go to get a license and it's going to be, you know, your name is Boy Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, did anything exciting happen in your week? No, and I still have this uh, cough, so y'all ignore my voice. I don't know if I got a little Macy Gray action happening, or if it's just totally annoying, but y'all ignore my voice, and if I start coughing, y'all just, Madeline can edit that out. She's good at that. <laughs> yeah, I had to edit a lot last week. It was uh, pretty intense. Because I was hacking up a storm. That, and there was feedback on one of our mics, so it was like double talking one of us. You, you were double talking. Yeah, it sucks. And it know. was so bad. Well, um, I can't hear the feedback this week. I could last week, so hopefully that won't be an issue now. And I have a funny story to tell y'all at the end, which the story I'm telling y'all this week is, um, it's a local story to us, but it's one that I've seen mm -hmm. here and there in the news, but I've really not seen any details. And it's a super weird story. So I'm surprised that more of the details haven't been out there. Mm -hmm. But it's a fresh case. I'm excited it is, to hear it. It's ongoing. So it's um, all the details aren't there. And, you know, if some of the details change or whatever, it happens. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I did my research. I did the best I could do. But, you know, as stuff gets discovered, stuff gets <laughs> updated. So, if some of the details have changed, y'all just going to have to pretend y'all didn't see it or whatever. Pretend I said the right thing. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to tell it because it's a, um, it's a really interesting story. And then I've got a really funny personal story to tell about something that happened the other week that I haven't told anybody. <laughs> I'm so excited. Can't wait. <laughs> but it's it's amusing. Okay, so I'm ready when you are. Yep, yeah, I'm ready. Let's hear it. Okay. So, again, I usually don't do fresh cases, and, you know, that's for a few different reasons. Not the least of which is that I know that the families are probably searching for information for updates on the case, and eventually they're going to run across the podcast. And, um, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to 
I don't know the right words to say it, but, you know, sometimes we put sensitive information out on these older cases yeah, where, you know, the families aren't really going to search it or the people are long gone. It's not really that big of an issue, but um, there's some sensitive information attached to this case. And sometimes we throw out wild theories and, you know, I was just Mm -hmm. a little iffy on it, but... I talked to Billy. I prayed on it. I'm going to cover this case like it is because even though I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and I don't want to embarrass a grieving family, um, I do think the smallest detail can sometimes break one of these cases because, I mean, the fact that somebody smokes may seem insignificant, but... Then if somebody's like, hey, hold up, I saw I saw this person buying cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? And it just jogs somebody's mind. So yeah. I'm going to cover it like I would cover any other case. And hopefully everybody will be understanding. And we're just going to go from there. This is a super weird story. And there are a lot of kind of muddled facts. But... I did my absolute best to get everything straight. And as always, if you have firsthand knowledge and I got something wrong, let us know. You know, if you've got firsthand knowledge and you want to talk about it, let us know. We'll be happy to update that. So this story is about Keith Stiberski. He was 37 in July of 2022. So this is a very recent case. And this Mm -hmm. is out of um, Richmond County and Burke County in Georgia. Keith has been described by his friends and family as a loving father and son and as a kind man with a giving heart. He isn't without his problems, though, but we'll get back to that a little bit later on. In the early morning hours of July 27th, A train was, as usual, rolling down the tracks near Highway 56, close to the Richmond County, Burke County line. Ahead of them, they saw a vehicle on the tracks. Laying on the horn and the brakes, they focused on the SUV, looking for any movements or signs of life inside. The train was in a pretty rural area, and there wasn't a crossing at this location. In fact, the car would have had to be driven down the tracks to get to this location. The conductor called Richmond County Law Enforcement and an officer came to the scene of the collision. The train was then directed to pull to a more accessible location to meet with other officers for a report to be made. They did as they were asked and the report was made. The police left. Now, presumably the police left to handle the car that was still on the tracks or just off the tracks and then to look for the driver of that car. But after the officers left Mm -hmm. and went back to the second, after they left the second location, so the, not the location of the accident, but where they told the train to go. After they left that location, a railroad worker was approached by a disheveled looking white male. The man was dripping wet, wearing only his boxer shorts and one shoe. He was scratched up as if he had been in the briars and he was cut on one on his bare foot. He told the railroad worker that his name was mm-hmm. Keith Stiberski. 
and that he had been swimming and it was his vehicle that the train had struck. He said he had jumped on the train at the accident scene and ridden it to the second location. The worker said he would call the cops back to the secondary scene and the man either turned to walk or run off. There were conflicting reports on that. But he went towards Old Waynesboro Road. Mm -hmm. So a couple of things here. No one saw him get on the train at the accident scene. And no one saw him at the accident scene at all. No one saw him get off the train at the secondary location. He just came up to a worker and said that he did. Okay. Was the car registered to him? Yes, it was his car. Okay, so the direction he was headed when he left was towards the county line, and that's how Burke County became involved, because the accident actually happened in Richmond County, and they spoke to the Richmond County police officers. So when he runs off or walks off towards Old Queensboro Road, he was going towards Burke County. And it's right there at the county line. So that's how Burke County became involved in the case. Now, this area does gotcha. have several and bodies of why, water. Oh, go ahead. Uh, was he in shock or something? Why did anybody ask why he left the scene? Well, he said he had been swimming. And the train hit his vehicle. Well, I assumed he was swimming after. Well, he oh, came so he up. Was what do you mean after? Swimming while the train was hitting his car. That's I what he told like, the railroad worker. The train hits his car, and so then he goes for a swim. Why? I don't know. That's what I understood was what you said. So okay, let me re just in case. That's just he what, how I understood up. it was he had been swimming after well, he the came train up and told the car. railroad worker that that's why he was wet is that he was swimming. He was wearing just his underwear in one shoe. Okay. And then he told the railroad worker he was swimming and the train hit his vehicle. Okay. But nobody saw him at the accident scene. Nobody saw him get on or off the train. Right. He just approached the railroad worker and told them this story, and then he went off towards the Burke County line. Yes. All right. Okay. So, mm-hmm. this area does have several bodies of water, but none of them are what I would really consider swimmer-friendly, and I'm country. We used to swim in the cow pond, and I would not get in this water. So, and... Oh, no. Couldn't pay and, me. And I'm... I've swam in places that you wouldn't even know were there if somebody didn't take you to them. So it's possible that he was aware of a swimming place that was um, more swimmer friendly that he knew about, you know, that he had gone with friends or something that I just personally don't know about. But the water I saw there was janky. I I would not get in it. It was... um, for sure swampy um really algae covered um tons of sticks definitely snake infested especially in july 100 percent snake Oof. infested it just wasn't no. places i would have been and if you've got a pond in georgia you probably have swam with snakes and and probably alligators so you know if you swim in a pond that probably is a thing you do in the lake you know you swim with snakes 
but it's kind of more open water something with this water being so green and so filled with sticks and logs and stuff i personally would not have got in it and and I, like i said i've been in some places so but it just didn't really yeah. look like a place that you would go to swim but i mean people might you never know i just feel like you know there's you clark's know. hill there's you know there's probably a ton of other more accessible places to swim places you could have driven to and not been on the railroad track so the whole swimming thing strikes mm -hmm. me as odd yeah so i watched a video posted on facebook and it was from exploring with nug i assume that's how you say it n-u-g mm -hmm. um that's going to be linked in the show notes personally i felt like there was some stuff they could have done better and they could have had a little more information before they went out there but the video shows the area and you can see how far out in the middle of nothing this truck was and how swampy and how steep the bank is to get to some of these bodies of water and the terrain was super rough and remember he only had the one shoe on so we're talking big rocks big pieces of gravel sticks stickers it, it just really it, it I don't know. It, the it's whole not thing the smartest is weird. place to go swimming. It's not. And just to have one shoe on, like, where is your other shoe? What happened to your other shoe? Like, I don't understand the one shoe thing. Well, I assumed he took it off to go swimming because he didn't want him to get him wet. <laughs> and then he couldn't find the other one when he heard the crash. Well, I mean, if you took your shoes off, you would your shoes would be together you had one yeah i don't know i would go look at the video though and um just like i said i felt like they could have done some stuff better but as far as showing the area and just how remote and how um just rough the terrain was i think it'd give you a clearer picture yeah. of how odd it is that he was out there but the when he went off towards the Burke County line, that's the last time anybody saw him. Ever? Nobody has seen or heard from him since that they have reported. What? About this search video again, um, I don't want to criticize, but they kind of portrayed it like it was going to be them searching and it really was less of a search and more of a let's just go to this location and look and that's fine but if you're going to say you're searching then you know search but Actually like search. they went out there and they didn't know what he was wearing and maybe nobody does maybe the railroad worker didn't know you know have a description of the, well he's just wearing his underwear so but you know I would think his family or something yeah. would have an idea of what he was wearing but maybe not if they didn't see him before he left you know maybe they don't like for instance they found a shoe they actually found two single shoes mm -hmm. but they didn't even know what size he wore to compare what if they found his other shoe then that could give a clue to where he was what he was doing he may have gone back to that area you know i don't know if you know what i'm saying but exactly. it just kind of 
like yeah, no, me I know a little bit. And I felt like they could have taken pictures of the shoes and stuff they found and sent it to the family or somebody to just see if it was anything of importance. And they may have they and didn't. just not videoed I... it. Uh, but you're videoing everything else, so why would you not take a picture of you doing that, you know? Right. I don't know. I'm probably just being judgmental, but I appreciate that they took the video because, um, you know, it is helpful with telling the story. And I hope they have a lot of success in all the searches they do. I hope they do wonderfully. So I'm probably just being judgmental. It's probably just me. So there is some information that I feel is important to share with you. And some of it I dug up on Facebook and you know, we need to take that with a grain of salt because who knows what's true and what's not right. The news had done a right. few stories on the case, but the majority are just the same interview with a friend and it's just replayed over and over. And the friend did a great job on the interview, but I wish the news would have done a better job keeping up with the story and, you know, getting fresh facts and adding to it yeah. instead of just regurgitating the same video over and over because I think people get bored with that and then they won't rewatch it. Right. Some of the details in the stories, even with that same video, varied as far as like the road names um, of where he was or where he was headed. Some of that even varied, but for the most part, it was the same thing over and over. And, and I felt like the road names were kind of important. So I went with the ones that were the mentioned most often. I assume those are the correct yeah. ones. But I mean, the road names seem to be important in my opinion, because if somebody's like, oh, I was out fishing in that area or whatever, you know, maybe they saw something and it would jog their memories. The family of Keith and with with the help of the Project Drew Foundation, which will also be linked in the show notes, they staged some searches and the Burke County officers have searched both officially and they volunteered with the search that the family put on. But I couldn't find anything mm-hmm that Richmond County has done as far as searching or helping with the case. And that accident did help happen in Richmond County. He ran towards Burke County, but we don't even really know if he went into Burke County. But it does feel a lot like the searches are one-sided, that Burke County seems to be doing a fair amount. And Richmond County, as far as I can tell, isn't doing a ton. So... I mean, you can take that with a grain of salt, too. I'm just saying, whenever the news goes after an update, they're getting their information from Burke County. And the only mention they make of Richmond County is to say that they have no update. And that's the news. So, you know, if you can't even pretend for the news, I highly doubt you're doing anything when we're not watching. You know what I mean? Right. I'm just going to leave that there. But I'm just saying, (laughs) if you notice in a fair amount of these cases that happen in Richmond County, it just doesn't seem like they're a ton interested in helping out. I'm just going to leave it there. Mm -mm. 
I mean, which we've had a case or two in Burke County that was a little sketch too, but anyway. Yeah. So here is where things get a touch messy. The last person to see Keith that actually knew him was his ex-wife. He apparently hmm. went to her house the night before the incident with the train. And according to a post that she made on Facebook, he, quote, got methed out and went loony. Oh. Now, that's a quote she put on Facebook. After he went missing? She put that quote after he went missing. Oh. Okay. So, a few of her friends commented that they had known him to get that way. And although I didn't see any of them other than her say that they had seen it with their own eyes, just that they had known of him to get high or whatever. But nobody else said, yeah, I actually saw him just high, just crazy out of his mind. But they're like, oh, I heard this. I heard that. So, you know, like I said, you got to take it with a grain of salt because... First off, we all know that girl that puts on on Facebook and everybody rushes out. They're like, oh, yeah, girl, you're right. <laughs> oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're 100% right. I know all about that. But, you know, they ain't actually see nothing, but they just blow and smoke up this heifer's butt. But, um, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying nobody else said, yes, I saw this with my own eyes. So I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah. Now, I saw another post that hinted or it kind of flat out accused the ex of having something to do with his disappearance. Ooh. Yeah. And there was one where it stated that they didn't believe he was even alive on the 27th, that they thought he had been murdered and that the truck was taken out there and put on the tracks Um, to throw off any murder investigation. And it was theorized that someone that was not Keith was the person that approached the railroad worker and they introduced themselves as Keith to throw off an investigation. So you're following what I'm saying there? That he... Yeah, that's crazy. So so some people are accusing the ex-wife of having something to do with the disappearance. When she said that when he had come to her house, he was methed out of his mind, she was saying that in defense mm-hmm. of herself because these people were accusing her of having something to do with his disappearance. She's saying she had nothing huh. to do with the disappearance, that he had come to her house and he was high. And he wasn't thinking straight. Other people believe that she may have had something to do with it and this whole train thing was staged. I think it's interesting that the man approached the railroad worker and told them his name, but then ran off or walked off when they said, I'm going to get the cops. So... That yeah. could be the behavior of someone that was high. But also... Yeah, that does, I was if, about to make that point. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, if you were going to stage it and you needed them to know the name, 
But if you were going to stage it, would you have driven the truck down the tracks out into the middle of nothing? There was no railroad crossing here. Remember, he literally would have had to drive the truck down the tracks to get to this area. There was nowhere on either side really to even pull off of the tracks. It was so steep. Yeah, I don't know that I would have done that if I was staging (laughs) someone's death but yeah so i don't know how much sense that really makes uh, missing person right but it's an it's an interesting turn of events the ex-wife's mother actually made a public comment that uh, that her daughter did not want her to share the missing persons post with keith and that she believed Mm -hmm. her daughter knew something now, obviously, they have an estranged relationship, so I'm just going to pass you the salt shaker on that, and, you know, you can take your grains with it. They do not have a good relationship at all, so whether obviously. this woman is just trying to get the attention by being like, oh, you know, I want to be involved, or if she honestly believes this, I don't know, but... From my Facebook stalking, and yes, I did go in and I stalked everybody. <laughs> I stalked every one of them. <laughs> so, from my Facebook stalking, <laughs> I don't believe they've talked in a minute. So, I'm not sure how the mother would even know the ex knew something or not. But, like yeah. I said, that's just from my Facebook stalking. Y'all don't be putting stuff on the internet if you don't want people to read it. Because once it's out there, it's oh. fair game. It, it's the same thing as, as, I mean, if you send an essay to the news, it's the same thing. All that is yep, it's out, it's there, out there forever. And if somebody is looking for information, you know, they going to stalk. And that's what I did. I stalked. So anyway, like I said passing you the salt (laughs) shaker so you can take your grains but that's what I found and and these people like man there was a whole it was a whole family drama like it don't have anything to do with this story so I'm not gonna go into it but it was a whole family drama I was like "Mm, I don't know if this woman's talked to this this ex in a while so I don't know that she would know anything but anyway back to the story is it a viable theory that he met with foul play and the whole thing was staged? Do you believe that? It's I mean, a viable weirder, theory. I do. Weirder things have happened, right? So, right. I don't know. My and this thing was about the worst this, plan ever. Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst plan ever. But what I can't get past with it is that if you were going to stage it, first off, would you drive down the track? But second off, so you're like, okay, so I'll pretend I'm him. Let me strip down to my underwear, jump in this nasty water, and then put one shoe on and walk up to the railroad worker. I mean, that's how you thought you should present yourself. Very true. Very true. That's weird, right? So the only reason I can think of, yeah, the only reason I can think of for the car being, you know, driven up the tracks is maybe there was um, cameras or something at the intersection. I don't believe there. And they are. wanted to avoid them. 
I don't believe there are because um, that area of Highway 56, I know that there have been several train accidents there. And um, as a matter of fact, I'm about 80% positive that somebody that works with Billy rear-ended an 18-wheeler at that same train track and totaled his car but the 18-wheeler didn't realize it because they were crossing the track and so they just thought the bump was crossing the track and so he rear-ended the trailer (laughs) and they kept going because they didn't even realize and it completely totaled his car (laughs) so I'm pretty sure if there were if there were video we would have seen that because billy was like he drove by and was like how he was like how on earth is this car sitting here totaled but it looks like it hit a wall but there's nothing there and and then he found out that's what had happened so i feel like that would have made the news and um we would have seen the video so i don't believe there are video there but also this you know you could have took a dirt road and gone to a railroad crossing there you wouldn't have had to do it on Mm -hmm. highway 56 which is a well-traveled highway i just don't think mentally you would go okay so what i'm gonna do is approach a railroad worker and this is how i'm gonna present myself and then strip down to your drawers and want you i just that doesn't like I just don't believe that's how somebody would choose to do it. So that's that's probably my main thing, making me believe that there is just no way. Now, if Keith was on under the influence, it is possible that he turned down the track believing he was on a road. Yeah. Keith had been in trouble with mm. the law, including some drug offenses in the past, but for what it's worth, the only drug that I saw actually mentioned by name was pot. So there could have been other drugs involved that they were not mentioned. But also it could have just been pot that he was a fan of and that's what he got busted with. He had been arrested the month before he went missing. But it was not for drugs. Now, is that relevant to his disappearance? Maybe so, because I, for one, highly doubt he wanted to have more dealings with the cop after he was just arrested a month ago. And especially not if he was under the influence yeah. of something. What was he arrested for? Um, Let's just say I don't recall because it, it, it doesn't have anything to do with this. It was not drugs, though. Okay. It wasn't a driving offense, and it was not drugs. I don't... It was another offense, but... And and it's public record. You can Google it if you want, but... It... That itself, I don't believe would have anything to do with this at all. Other than the fact that he was arrested, and that would explain why he was like, No, I don't want to deal with the cops, and took out when the railroad worker said, hey, let me call the cops back so they can talk to you. Also, there is the possibility that because he was, I assume, out on bond or bail, that if he got in trouble for this, it was going to cause him bigger issues. 
and maybe he was going to be charged um, and face serious jail time because like I said this wasn't his first offense and I can't imagine that they're going to be too thrilled with the fact that you got out on bail or bond whatever it was and then you park on a train track get hit by a train you know so and then you leave the scene I can't imagine that they're going to be like okay cool that that sounded like fun you know so I can see where (laughs) in his mind he might have said oh shit I'm in serious trouble and he may have jumped on a train and skipped town so I mean it is possible that that's what happened right right now, it was mentioned, but not elaborated on, in a couple of the news articles that he had been having a mental health, he could have been having a mental health crisis. Now, we don't know his background mm-hmm. as far as his mental health, and sometimes people can just snap. Yeah. If he was on drugs, like his ex says he was, and he was already having some mental issues, that could have facilitated a mental health break in which he honestly had no clue what he was doing. True. But I I don't think he could have disappeared into thin air. This area out there is heavily wooded. There are a lot of bodies of water. There are a few dirt roads and stuff. Um, Not many, if any, houses. But it is heavily Mm -hmm. wooded. And it is thick. And also remember this is july in georgia so the woods are overgrown there are snakes there are coyotes there are any number of things i mean he could have walked out into the woods and got lost he could have not had water or food and he could have died i mean yeah you know this is hunting land out here people hunt out there but it's thick it it's a super thick area so i don't believe it would have been that hard for him to get lost but also there are dirt roads and he could have followed a dirt road and got out of town for a reason though if he thought he could be facing major charges like have you ever been i don't know because i'm i've never been on a drug like meth I've, I've never done that so I don't know that it's the same but in my mind I'm like have you ever been drunk but then something serious happens and all of a sudden you're rationally thinking like you're pretty sober all of a sudden <laughs> like you shouldn't be driving yeah but like yeah, you know definitely. that this is serious and it's not funny anymore right Okay, so isn't it possible that he was he was high, it was all fun and games, he was swimming in the swamp, and then his train gets, I mean, his car gets hit by the train, and then he's like, oh, crap, yeah, now I'm sober, <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, and then he could have been like, ah, yeah. crap, I, I can't talk to these cops, I got, this is going to be serious if I get arrested for this. And they knew it was him because it was his car. Yeah, I could see that. So... I mean, it is possible that he was like, oh, I cannot deal with this. And he left, you know. And then again, if he did have an issue with meth, and we don't know that he did. We just know what the ex said. And like I said, that was just on Facebook. We don't know. And nobody else said they saw it. So 
and he was not arrested where meth was named so we don't really know if he even was on meth but if he was I mean, I've got first-hand knowledge of how meth can change somebody's personality. You know, I'm not going to name no names. You know who it is. But, you know, I was very yeah. close to somebody. I actually loved this person. I mean, we were super close. And they got hooked on meth. And their entire personality changed. And they did things Completely that if, different if five person. years... Yeah, if five years before that you would have said, well, this person's going to do this, I'd have punched you in the face and been like, no, they're not. There's no way. I'd have bet my life on it. But they got on this drug and yeah. it completely changed the way they thought and who they were as a person. And now they're somebody I don't even recognize. And, and that hurts because they were extremely close to me. And a huge part of my life. And now they are a completely different person. So it really does change the chemical makeup in your mind to where you just, it changes who you are. So, I mean, it's possible if he was on meth that, you know, he, this guy that was so loving and caring and everything, not to say he wasn't at this point, but you know, this guy that was always there for everybody in his mind, you know, he could have had a mental break or he could have had a meth induced break and was like, no, nah, I don't have a family anymore. Mm -hmm. And he could have skipped town. I think it's a very real possibility that he could have found his way down one of these, you know, just followed the roads and found his way somewhere else to another state. True. Very true. Anyway, the drugs are whatever. None of this really matters as, you know, past it being a possible reason for his disappearance. I mean, whatever he's done or hasn't done, it really doesn't mean his family deserves to go through this or he deserves to go through this. So we do want to try to find answers for the family. You know, they deserve that. They're out. They're looking. They're still trying to to find this man that they love and whether he has skipped town or whether he got lost in the woods they still don't have any answers and you know at this point I doubt it matters to them if he was on drugs or having a mental health break or you know running from the law I doubt they care what the diff what the reason is they just want answers as to where he is they just want to find so, him exactly so and like I said the the simplest theory is that he got turned around in the woods and he just slipped into a body of water and he couldn't get out a lot of these banks were super slick um super steep and it is possible that that happened i mean he could have gotten snake bit any number he could have fallen could have gotten and not been able to get him exactly in the water exactly you just that's the simplest explanation but i do think that there is the also real possibility that he just left so he may be out there somewhere and you know somebody may see him so just in case you do i have a picture of him that we're going to include he's a white male he has brown hair blue eyes He's about 5'9 and 180 pounds, or he was. Now, he has a tat he has tattoos, and he has one on his neck, and um, I don't believe that's shown in the picture, though. So, um, 
and I couldn't find a NamUs file on him, and I could not find a yeah. description of his tattoos either. But um, he, you know, he's a good-looking man. He, I think if you saw him somewhere, he would ring a bell. So look at the picture, and when you're out and about, I saw somewhere that he liked to hang out in Savannah. So, you know, if you're out and about or whatever, you see somebody you think looks like him, maybe snap a pic, send it to the cops. I don't know. But I think it would be worth looking if not, hopefully this family gets answers some other way, right? Right. If you have any information about Keith's whereabouts, you're asked to contact the Richmond County Sheriff's Office. I think you probably could also contact the Burke County Sheriff's Office. And um, we'll put up the numbers or you can Google it, like I said. Now, earlier <laughs> I mentioned the Project Drew Foundation and... I want to go back to that real quick before closing it out. This um, project gives a platform to people to share their missing loved ones. And they also support them and help them kind of figure out what their next step is in the process. And that's so important because a lot of people don't know what the next step is you know they're like okay well i reported i'm missing now i just sit and wait and the hard truth is that in most cases the police are backed up they've got cases coming out of their butts and if you're not saying what have you done to find my loved one what's the update on my loved one's case how are you know what can we do to help look for my loved one then they're going to get pushed to the bottom of the pile. And so it's something you have to be proactive with. And um, the Project Drew Foundation kind of helps them with that. They also help organize searches and things like that. And this group is named in honor of 28-year-old Andrew Cato, who I don't know if you remember, but um, it was a few years back. He was missing for about four weeks when they found his body, and he had actually been murdered by his skank-ass baby mama and her, quote, friend, Mm -hmm. because he was concerned with how she was treating his two-year-old. And um, he said that she needed to do a better job or he was going to go after custody. And so she felt like a better way than to just treat the two-year-old better was to kill her baby daddy. So she's in jail and her mom got arrested, but I think she got out and the friend is in jail. So you can look up that case. It was um, also local to the Augusta area, but it's a sad story because, I mean... I didn't see anybody had a bad thing to say about this man. Hardworking, good father, doing all the right things. And he just dared to say, hey, you know, I'm concerned about my two-year-old. And somebody felt like that was a reason to take his life. So his family has turned it into something positive and stepped up to help other people. And I think that's terrific and it needs to be talked about and so they have a Facebook page so you know go like them and support their Facebook and again we'll link that in the show notes so you can find it so that was all very heavy so it was. 
how about we turn it on a more positive note and end the show positively. Um, do you, you said you had a funny story that you had to tell me. I can't wait to hear it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So a couple weeks ago, my husband had a death in his family. It was um, not completely unexpected, but, you know, it's always sad when you lose somebody. Well, we had to travel up towards the Atlanta area to go to the viewing. Um, We weren't able to make the funeral, but Billy believes that the viewing is more important because that's where you actually can talk to family and everything. And and he's right about that. Nobody remembers if you showed up to the funeral because everybody's, you know, focused. So he was like, you know, he, we could do one or the other. So we chose the viewing so he could go give his condolences to the rest of his family and, and see people. So we drive all the way up there. We're in the truck. Um, we go all the way up there. We put in appearances, talk to everybody, you know, everything we need to do. And we go to leave. Well, you know, I hate going anywhere near Atlanta so I hate the traffic I'm like um you know my car is on one on the list of like one of the top most stolen cars in Atlanta (laughs) so I I was like I'm absolutely not driving my car up there and so that's why we took the truck so um you know I'm already a little bit stressed we had got caught in road construction and we sat for like an hour in road construction so before the funeral. So I was like super stressed. Well, his mother goes, hey, don't go back that way. Go down this other road. It's like, um, it's a couple back roads. It keeps you off the interstate. But it's actually quicker because you're not going to get caught in the traffic and construction. And so we're like, cool. Because, you know, this is right up my alley, right? Um, it's like, oh going around my elbow to get to my butt but anyway so so it takes us back through these little small towns so you know (laughs) billy's always hungry he wants to eat okay so when i got dressed to go up there to this um funeral visitation i put on my knockoff spanks okay and i put on my my dress pants and my cute little shirt right so, um, that's all well and good, mm-hmm. but now I've done been in these things for hours. Cause like we've been hours longer than I thought we would because of all the traffic and the construction and all. So I have had enough. I cannot breathe. <laughs> we have been in this vehicle for too long <laughs> and I, you know, I'm having enough and he's hungry and you know how he gets when he's hungry. He's, he's like hangry so um he's like where do you want to eat which is a fight we always have because first off i'm not hungry i'm never hungry (laughs) i'm annoyed i'm irritated but i'm not hungry and i don't know what i want because i didn't think about food right he is always hungry but never knows what he wants so he's like what do you want but i don't want anything but if i don't have an answer then he gets madder because (laughs) because he's hungry and i won't tell him what i want (laughs) so plus i have the worst (laughs) luck with food whatever i get in my mind you can bet your me too i inherited that from you (laughs) 
they're either going to be out of it or they're going to mess it up. <laughs> yep. So I'm scared to even mention that I want something because if I get it in my mind, I guarantee they're out of it. The restaurant's closed or something. So he pulls into a parking lot because I'm like, he's driving and I'm like, okay, we're in a town. Why don't we figure out a restaurant? And so he pulls into a parking lot, but he pulls like under a light and I'm like, I wanted to take off these spanks and I cannot under this light because there's a major road on the one side and then there's a restaurant on the on the other side and then a restaurant in front of us now the back part of the parking lot was dark and there was nothing there but we didn't pull there we pulled under the light and so okay so looking back i could have been more vocal and said hey why don't we pull over here i'll hop out and change my take my pants off and so but I didn't. I just got annoyed because, <laughs> like I said, I've had enough. He's annoyed because he's hangry. So we're <laughs> on each other's nerves, right? And so um, we're like going through yeah. the restaurants. I cannot breathe. I am, <laughs> I'm getting madder and madder. I'm annoyed that we're under the light and I can't change. And so he's like, What about <laughs> Outback? And I'm like, Fine. Okay. I'm not a huge fan, but I'm like, whatever, you know, just whatever. So he goes oh, love and he Outback. pulls up, I don't know, it's greasy and, you know, I ain't got no gallbladder, so it's grease kind of just goes straight through and I still got like a two hour ride and I don't want to be in the car and I got to go to the bathroom. So, you know, it's just not my thing. But I'm like, whatever, I'll find something. Anyway, he pulls into the parking lot, but he pulls dead in the middle of the parking lot. So there's cars on both sides. Now, I've done said that I wanted to change. Why so, didn't you just change in the bathroom? Oh, I'll tell you why in just a second. But my thing is, okay, so okay. let me explain this. On, we're facing another restaurant that's down a hill across a little road at the bottom of the hill mm-hmm. is another restaurant. Outback is behind us. To the right of us is a, a big hotel. And to the left of us is a road, but there's a major road, but then there's the little frontage road between us and that major yeah. road. And that's pretty dark. But we're in the middle of the parking lot for Outback. And so, but the parking lot is kind of dark. Anyway, so we go in, put our names on the list. I'm like, I'll change. So, um,. They're like, it's going to be 45 minutes. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, I'm going to go change. But there is like a line out the wazoo. And so I'm like, I'll just wait. But I go back to the truck. I'm like, I'm going to go sit in the truck. Because your other option is to sit outside. Because there's so many people inside, I can't breathe. And so your only yeah. other option is to sit outside and it's kind of chilly. And I'm like, I'm going to go sit in the truck. And so I go back to the truck and then I'm like, I'm going to try to get my fake spanks off in this truck. No, this is not going to happen. So I get them <laughs> partially off, <laughs> but I cannot. I just simply cannot. And so I'm angry. And now I'm stuck because 
have them partially down, but I just cannot get my legs bent enough in this truck to get them off. And so, um, and you know, he's got all his work stuff in the truck and everything. And I feel like I'm kicking stuff and I'm like getting more and more annoyed. And so he's like, I'll come around and block you. And I'm like, cool. Cause I opened the front door and then I opened the back door. <laughs> I'm blocked on two sides, right? three sides because his door is shut. Right. So I just need him to block me from the big hotel, right? So I'm trying to shimmy yeah. out of these things. And you know they roll. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They start rolling down your body. Uh-huh. And so they're rolling, but they've got the top of my pants caught up in the roll. And my underwear is caught up in the roll. <laughs> So, <laughs> I've got this roll of fake Spanx. Oh, you're lucky you wore underwear because I don't wear underwear with Spanx. <laughs> I don't know how that made me lucky. <laughs> they did not help the situation at all. And my pants are now rolled up at the top in these damn Spanx. And so I turn around and I'm like trying to fight with them. I'm trying to unroll them and snatch my pants off of them. Now I've got my pants down like around my thighs. <laughs> And so, in this parking lot, and I look up, and this asshole is on his damn phone, on TikTok or some crap, there's a dude walking across the parking, he ain't even in the doorway, he is not blocking me at all, he's like leaning against the back door on his damn phone, and this dude's walking across the parking lot looking at me, I've got my pants around my thighs. I'm like, are you for real? <laughs> what do you want me to do? I mean, put your big ass in the way. <laughs> so, I like bend over so I can cover myself with my shirt. And I just, at this point, the guy's looking like, what in the hell is happening here? And he goes on to his car. He's real slow to pull out. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, dude, come on. So, finally, he pulls off, and I just take everything off, and then I shake really hard to get my spanks back out, and then I throw my pants back on. And then I felt like 100% better, but then I'm like, shit, this hotel, I mean, there are probably 50 people got video with this out their hotel windows watching. I'm like, there's probably security videos. It's only a matter of time before this hits TikTok. So, I was like, if y'all see it on TikTok, y'all just know you didn't. <laughs> but anyway, it was super, like, frustrating and everything. Uh, but I did feel I 100% your was, better. I bet your wait was not that long after that. No, because it took me, like, 20 minutes to get out of the space. <laughs> exactly. You know, once they start rolling, <laughs> it's just like a snowball going downhill. There's nothing. There ain't no I mean, stopping it. No, they just roll. And it's like, if they had not caught the top of my pants, I think I would have been fine. I could have kicked off one leg, rolled it on down, put that leg back in, and then kicked them out the other leg. I would have been fine. But that is not what happened. I had to take everything off. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. There's probably (laughs) video of this all over. So, that was my... um, Oh, that's hilarious. It was something. I'm not sure it was hilarious. But, uh, you know, I always tell funny stories about what other people in my life are doing. So I figured I'd tell an embarrassing story about myself. 
We had a nice meal, oh, though, Oh, I'm glad you shared that, because that was funny. It was something, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but... You didn't poop yourself? No, thank goodness. I didn't eat um anything greasy. I eat, I can't even remember what I ate, but it wasn't greasy. Because I ain't a fool, because he will go... Like, I don't like to use a public bathroom. I have a germ thing. Yeah. If I go to the public bathroom, you can bet yourself it was an emergency. It was not just, oh, I kind of got to go. That is not who I am. I will hold it like a camel. I, I absolutely will not go unless <laughs> I have zero other choice. And I would literally rather, like, walk up into the woods and go to the bathroom than to go to a public restroom. I just, I can't, I don't. It freaks me out. I got so much, ooh, like I'm, I've got anxiety just thinking about it. I just, I don't, too much happens in there. And then you hear people doing stuff in the public bathroom and you're like, oh no. Doing what kind of stuff? Hey, you ain't never heard, uh, like pooping? Mark and, yeah, but no, I'm not talking about, like, okay, like Mark and Billy and, dad are always talking about them people at, uh and adam about them people at the plant would go into the um porta potties and they'd be eating and stuff oh no yeah like they'd be eating they're like they take a plate of chicken wings into the porta john and sit in there and i guess they poop and eat i don't i don't know I mean, I can't imagine you just sitting oh, in there relaxing, no. like, on a break. But I guess they in there pooping and eating their chicken wings. That kills me. Like, I would die first. I don't care if that's the last chicken wing on the face of the earth. <laughs> Once it goes into that portage on, it is not food anymore. <laughs> no, I not I will not all. take food into my own bathroom and then eat it. I will not. No. Like, if Absolutely I'm chewing not. gum or something, I gotta spit it out. Or every once in a while, I can stick it to the roof of my mouth and hold my tongue on it. That's only in my own bathroom. If I walk into a public bathroom with gum or candy in my mouth, I gotta spit it out before I can go in. I cannot. In my own bathroom, every once in a while, I can get away with pushing it to the roof of my mouth and holding it with my tongue. And then I can chew it after I leave. Yeah. But usually I cannot even. I get grossed out and I throw it away. I cannot with this. I, it may be stupid, but I cannot imagine sitting in a portageon eating chicken wings. That is not a thing. Oh no! But how he do you says like five stuff longer than it takes you to use the bathroom. No, they say they go in there and just hang out. Well, they took them all out now, but this is when they used to have them but uh but they would say that they would find food wrappers and all in there all the time oh gross so, i know well your poop story reminded me of my poop story go ahead me and noah shared our um our little poop stories together um of like how we got over the fear of like pooping in public bathrooms uh -huh. because like you don't do that you don't do that but for me, I had to go. Like, I had to go, and it was not going to be a fun one. So I go in there, and there's somebody in there already. And so I'm like, okay. So I'm just, I sit down, and I'm like, 
they're gonna finish soon and then I can go and it'll be okay because it's just me and one other person in here they're gonna leave it's gonna be fine so then I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and she's waiting she's not making any noise and I'm not making any noise and I'm like you know what we both have to poop we both have to poop this is what's going on and I'm like you know what I psych myself up. I'm like, you know what? She's got two. I got two. It's human. Let's do it. And so then I just let it go. And so then she let it go. And so we were going back and fart, forth, farting and stuff and like pooping. And, you know, life was grand. Finished, you know, went, washed my hands and dipped out. She never knew how I was. I never knew who she was. We just, it was the best. I bet she was so thankful I came in. I bet, but you know what I always wonder? If I owned a restaurant, I would have music playing in the bathroom, like, and I'd have, like, heavy metal. So loud. Playing in the bathroom, not, like, elevator music, but, like, I'd have heavy metal yeah. playing in the bathroom so that you could just go in there, do your business, and get on out. I don't understand. A petition to start that that would be great i know because it's so silent in the bathroom and then you know you're trying to like eke it out because <laughs> you don't want to be the one to just let it rip but you know everybody's sitting there doing the same thing it's so annoying exactly i was like you know what i'm not gonna make it if i have to leave this bathroom i'm not gonna make it so you know what <laughs> me and her gonna we gonna work together <laughs> this is what we gonna do <laughs> <laughs> well that's funny <laughs> well that is all, all right. i have that's all i've got to for this week so um do you want to do our social media stuff sure you can follow us on facebook um and join our discussion group and you can also follow us on instagram at unsolved underscore south and our Facebook is Untold South Podcast. And our email is Unsolved South Podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. All right. Well, I enjoyed talking with y'all this week. Hope you enjoyed the story. And um, I got another good one next week. That's an interesting one, too. So, and I got another Yay, one, like so I excited. said, that I'm working on, and it's a fresh one, too. So, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I guess I will see y'all next week. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.